right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Sorted SF. And today I'm here with Shannon. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi. Um, Shannon was with us last season or season one? I forget. Talking about Bill Graham. Yeah, I think it was last season. I think it was last season. Yeah. Bill Graham. Um, love him. Great guy. Um, yeah, someone actually in uh, the Twitter feed was like, who would you smoke or drink you with X? and why? Oh, yeah. X. <laughs> someone on the X feed today was like, who would you smoke weed with and why? And I was like, Bill Graham. Because yeah. I would want to hear him tell his stories. Yeah. He, from his point of view. Totally. And like how was growing up in uh, World War II and walking across the entire country of France <laughs> on your feet. That's fucked. Um, the X feed, that really does sound like porn. That's crazy. Yeah. Fucking Elon. Twitter, dude. Forever. Um, okay, so we're here another week into October. And my theme for this month is doing like spooky stuff because October. How appropriate that yeah. I brought home the jack o lanterns. I know. You've set up your pumpkins. Can you tell us about them? The pumpkins are my father's pumpkins. Ha ha. But I'm And I just saw them today in the, in the storage unit when I went to go visit looking for something. And Can you describe these them. pumpkins to our Oh, yeah. Listeners? They're giant plastic pumpkins <laughs> in a classic jack-o'-lantern look. Triangles, eyes, <laughs> a triangle nose, and then the jagged mouth. And they're orange with a little brown uh, stump top, whatever you call that. And they light up. You just plug them into the wall. And they light up all night. We'll, we'll post a photo on the Insta feed <laughs> for your viewing pleasure. Um, cool. Have you watched David S. Pumpkins? The SNL skit? With Tom Hanks? Yes. Okay. You seem a little unsure, so we'll be sure to rewatch it. <laughs> we are going to have to rewatch it, but I'm pretty it'll, positive it'll jog I have way, watched sure. it. It's it's one of those videos. I think you have shown it to me. I'm sure personally. I have. Because someone showed it to me. Yeah. And I was like, I don't fucking get this. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, on the 16th watch through, you're like, this is the best video I've ever seen in my life. Debatable, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then I showed it to Sean, and he was like, this is so bad. And then 16 watches in, he's like, I get it now. David Pumpkins. He's his own thing. And the skeletons are part of it. And uh, so, yeah, <laughs> just spreading the word on David Pumpkins. It's his... He only comes out this time of year. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy he's back. Um, okay. Obviously, would be remiss to do an episode in these tried times because uh, there's a war going on. Yes. Um, and I just wanted to mention it and say that it's really fucking terrible. And no one... there. I mean, there's just such a loss of innocent life on both sides and... The fact that there's even sides is like insane. This is a terrorist organization. Just don't support terrorism. Yeah. That's my statement. Yeah. Pretty easy. And also don't. Yeah. We also don't support occupation of like people um, and their land. So a very testy subject for some. But I mean, it seems pretty straightforward. We're just like, how about we don't kill each other? Yeah. Like, I know I'm oversimplifying it, but. Anyway, 
it's too much to unpack. Yeah. I don't well, feel like, right even talking about totally. it. Totally. I don't, I'm not educated enough. I don't, there was that one Instagram post going around from that one guy. Wow. That was specific, right? <laughs> um, but it was like, I think social media has taught us that just because we are able to voice our opinion doesn't mean we have to. Or should. Or should. Yeah. yeah I think I like, did actually see that circulate. Yeah. It, it was like that Matt. IV something Instagram handle. Um, but yeah, it's like, I'm not going to repost anything. I don't know anything. Yeah. Who am I to say? I mean, and who knows what's propaganda and what's not. So Exactly. I'm just, I just don't want anyone to die. <laughs> Especially children. Especially children. Children are hurt the most in war. Yeah. It's crazy. It's not Well, and fair. it's just wild too, because um, we were talking about it at work. And this is the closest to war I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Our generation. And like, and well, just. For sure. 9-11, it didn't affect me. Obviously, like, we were we young. We were young. And I don't know anyone in the military. Like, there's not a huge military presence in the, San Francisco. Like, we're not like a country or like a county where like right. every 18 year old signs up for right. the army or Like stuff Windsor, Healdsburg. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Petaluma. Like, I don't know anyone in the military here. We didn't grow up with anyone who joined the military, really. Um, or any, yeah, or any family members. Yeah, in it. like if anything, than, like, it was like my Viet- grandpa. Yeah, like Vietnam, where yeah, like where there was a draft was Navy, or Korea. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. But they all went to do that so that their children wouldn't right, have to totally. Um, but so, like, obviously, I work for an Israeli company, and it's wild just hearing. Just like, oh, my coworkers have been drafted mm-hmm. or like their husbands or their wives or their sons or daughters because have been drafted. And it's just like, this is the closest. And I'm not even affected, you know? So it feels like privileged to be like, oh, I'm so stressed. Like, I'm stressed. Right. They're fucking stressed. Um, and yeah. I've never. Eh, and I mean, I don't know. That's not like. It's not like I didn't have empathy before for like situations like this, but you just like couldn't understand it a hundred percent fully because you didn't have those experiences. And now that you're closer, yeah, you no, see it's crazy. it. It's crazy. Well, and it's also just like one of those trickle down things of like, damn, war or do you be affecting people that like you wouldn't expect it to kind of thing. And obviously the effect on me is very minor sitting here safe in San Francisco with like no family tied to this right yada yada but it's still it's affecting me even though it's like not yeah i I mean it's very close yeah to home for you totally well and i mean also we have so many friends with like family yeah there's people from high school i've logged on my other instagram and was like oh my god all these people are like there in Israel. Yeah, like have calling family. their families. Yeah, or it's like I see the embassy has lines been cut off, and yeah. they're like trying to get back to the U.S. Totally, it's like whoa. Yeah, yeah no, it's some, crazy. Yeah, earlier, you know, my coworker, not coworker, but one of my clients is, yeah. is right. Jordanian, and it's just right. like he feels helpless. All totally. his family and friends and everyone yeah. is over there. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Crazy times. Um, so I guess let's change topic. It let's always go feel, back to it what's always, his name? David S. Pumpkins. Yes. <laughs> it always feels so like awkward doing those transitions, but you know, this isn't a geopolitics fucking podcast. 
So let's talk about the Whittier Mansion. Have you heard of it? I don't think so. No. Okay. So the Whittier Mansion was one of many luxury homes that were built in the early days of San Francisco. Designed by architect Edward Robinson Swain and completed in 1896, so way fucking back, Mm -hmm. by the family of financier uh, William Franklin Whittier, the founder of the Whittier Fuller and Company paint manufacturers, which later became Fuller O'Brien Paints. Hmm. I've never heard of them, but whatever. Uh, So construction included steel reinforced brick walls and a facing of Arizona red sandstone. 30 rooms, Specific. Uh, and each of the four floors of the mansion was 3,500 square feet. Hmm. So, a big boy. Okay. A big boy. It's on the corner of Jackson and Laguna. Jackson and Laguna. It's like oh. right next to Laguna. Uh, not Laguna. Lafayette. Park. Lafayette Park. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess up a couple blocks, but... Yeah, I'm trying to picture it. Um, do you want to see a picture? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Do, do, do. I'll include this photo online. It's a corner house. You've oh, seen my God, I love this house. Yeah. Aren't there like, uh, okay, I can't wait to get into it. I'm not even going to say anything. Well, we're going to get into it. It's like, oh, you'll just see. Okay. So the mansion's on Jackson Laguna, and it's a rare residential example of an architectural style called Romanesque Revival, which started in the early 19th century in Europe and became popular in the U.S. The style was inspired by the Romanesque cathedrals, abbeys, and castles of the early Middle Ages with their semicircular arches and massive simple forms. So the Whittier Mansion is technically an example of the second wave of the Romanesque revival in America, coined Richard Richardsonian, Richardsonian Romanesque after the Boston architect Henry Hobson Richardson, um, who was like the leader of this movement. So similar buildings in this Richardsonian Romanesque style is the Sacred Heart Church on Fillmore Street which is the Church of Eight Wheels. Yeah. The roller skating place. Yep. Hills Brother Coffee Building. Oh, on, yeah. like the Embarcadero. Right when you come in on the Bay Bridge, you <laughs> yep, see it. Exactly. And the Sharon Art Studio Building <laughs> at Golden that? Gate Park. Oh, yeah. Like 100%. Next to the Yeah, they all look thing. just like each other with yeah. the round arches and like the big... Uh, like whatever red like yeah yeah yeah. brickish whatever Mm -hmm. that stuff is and so that's all richardsonian romanesque style um which i just i think architects are so interesting or architecture in general like that is so interesting because it's like you just you create a building and then it's there and then like it has that style i don't know it's just it's not the fucking church of eight wheels like that's crazy I still have never been in there, but yeah. Yeah, we should go. Um, Anyway, so what's so spooky and strange about this house? Take it or leave it. But um, in April 1941, the Whittier family sold the house for $44,000 to, any guesses? The Nazi government. Okay. (laughs) 
I wanted to bring up Nazis earlier when I was like, I know things about this house, but okay, continue. Yeah. So they uh, <laughs> sold it to the Nazis and then they turned it into in 1944, 41. Oh, um, and then turned it into the German consulate. Okay. Okay. So the German consul was Fritz Wiedermann, a man who sometimes wore a monocle, loved a good pinstripe suit. Um, he spoke English fluently, but preferred to talk through an interpreter. So, like, douchebag. bitch. <laughs> and uh, he, he had been Adolf Hitler's commanding officer in World War I, and then became his right-hand man and most trusted friend. So, besties. Like, fucking besties. Um, and so... They kind of hit a, a lover's quarrel, if you will, because Hitler discovered that Wiedemann was having an affair with a Hungarian princess whom Hitler had been using for, like, secret diplomatic missions. But he was also in love with her. So when he found out that Wiedemann was... In love. Like, hitting that, he was like, you have to go to San Francisco. You're out of here. Oh, my God. And so Hitler Aust- sent him here. Aust- what is it? Ousted to yeah. San Francisco? Ousted by the Austrian Hitler. <laughs> Uh, so Wiedemann came here and who once again he was super handsome super well dressed he is said to have exuded eroticism oh my god Uh, he lived just like a super high society lifestyle and made regular appearances in Herb Cain's gossip columns and like the page six of San Francisco Um, he would just go to parties and he was a fucking member of the Olympic club oh my god (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Kane painted him as a playboy whose friends referred to him as Bubbles. Oh so God. That's like a porn star name. Yeah, right? <laughs> this dude was just like living a fucking life. He, I mean, of all the places to get sent, sent to a beautiful mansion in Pack Heights, like, that's pretty chill. I really admire the architecture of that place. Right? It's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, but so, <coughs> stories were servicing this whole time that in his position in San Francisco, Wiedemann was directing all of the Nazis in Central and South America. Like, he was the, like, American Hitler making directions and stuff. Um, he was the chief disseminator of all Nazi and German propaganda in the U.S., Uh, But all good things come to an end, and only weeks after moving into this house, uh, the U.S. government kicked all of German diplomats out of the country. Yay. So he had, like, they, he moved in in, like, April, and they were kicked out in June. See ya. So, like, he really turned some, did some work in those two months he was around in San Francisco. He did, actually, or sarcastically? No, I mean, he just, like, partied a lot and was like... Oh, that big time. man on okay, campus. I see, yeah, I, see. I mean, I'm sure he did Nazi stuff. I just don't know what it was. He was living it up in San Francisco. He was with fucking the elite. living it up. Um, reporters gathered in Pack Heights that day to interview him, where he said, "I like the city and the scenery. Without politics, I would like to live here." Which, like, uh, I don't know if impossible. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know if like we're not going to even call Nazism politics because that's just like. The wrong morals. Like, get out of here with that shit. Nice try. 
Um, straight to jail. Straight to jail. When asked if he would be heading back to Germany to fight for his buddy Hitler, Wiedemann responded, no idea. Though consular staff said he was being sent to South America. And then this is a quote from the like Chronicle article. The saddest Nazi that day may have been Wiedemann's 15-year-old son, Edward, a Lowell High School student who loved life in the city. Quote, I like it here, he told reporters in his distinctly Californian accent while sulking around the grounds. It's swell. Oh, <laughs> Edward. He went to Lowell. How Look. crazy is that? That one, Lowell's around. Two, a Nazi son went there. Three, that they just interviewed the these fucking Nazis. 1941. Like, yeah, wow. Just like, yeah. How are you doing here, kid? Yeah, yeah. Great. What's it like? Your dad's a fucking Nazi. Yeah. How are you liking it here? Yeah. Nazi kid. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's bizarre. Um, so Vitamin didn't make it to South America, but instead spied for the Germans in China, where it's unclear if he worked for or against Hitler. So there might be a story there of like maybe he turned on his buddy Hitler. Maybe he was just thinking about San Francisco. Like, how can I get back get there? Back. So yeah. great. I have to stop being a fucking Nazi. Um, so I don't know. That's that's a story for a different podcast. <laughs> um, so Nazis are out. In, and who takes over? So the, the United States takes over. Okay. It's seized by like alien property division. And that is the division that just, like, takes property that's owned by enemies to the U.S. So they just, like, seize it. Um, Impressive. Yeah. And then from 1952 to 1955, it housed philosopher, educator, author, and great books editor Mortimer Adler's Institute for Philosophical Research, Hmm. which was a think tank where Adler and 20-some fellows did research that led to two volumes of work called the idea of freedom the mansion's intellectual tradition continued in 1956 where it became the headquarters of the california historical society which also gave tours of the building it was sold in 1993 and is now a private residence so this house is on a lot of ghost tours because apparently we have ghost tours in san francisco um some say that it's the ghosts of the German spies that came in and out for those two months. Others say that it's the ghost of William Whittier's son, the incorrigible Billy Whittier. And so Billy, another story. Um, he was a wild partier who just spent his days partying in his dad's mansion with his dad's money. Loser. Never worked. He died at 52. Which is, like, very young, I guess. Yeah. Um, which, no, it is very young. But I guess well, back, not in, like... I mean, back then, kind of, kinda, right? Yeah. He wasn't fighting in the war. The 60s, he, he definitely 70s. dodged the draft. Yikes. Um, but so, he was a loser. Um, they say that Billy's ghost is seen lurking around the basement, which is the wine cellar. When he lived there. Okay, okay. So they think he's just, like, hanging out, trying to find more booze. Yeah. In his ghost form, which, like, what a way to spend the afterlife in your dad's basement. It's his hell. Yeah. Yeah. Looking for booze. (sighs) 
I feel like I believe that more than the generals. Especially if he died there, maybe. Well, and if just that was the only thing he had. Wow. Billy. Another story. Billy. Billy Whittier. Where art thou? Um, Okay, so most people believe the haunting, though, is that of William Whittier himself. His spirit living on in the house that he built and died in, still pining away for his wife who died before the house was completed. So it was meant to be like their home together and she passed away before it was completed. And so he was like, ah, I did all this and now you're not here to enjoy it with me, Um, which is fucking sad. Bummer. And then let's see. Um, do, do, do the basement as well as the servants quarters has an ice cold presence that is said to bring along strong feelings of unease to those who enter. Several people have refused to be in the basement alone due to the strange shadowy outline that lurks. Other ghosts have purportedly been seen as well, including a short bald butler on the second floor specifically and a lady sitting in a chair. Hmm. Um, also reports of objects moving on their own and doors opening and closing by themselves. I don't know. I don't feel like San Francisco really has ghosts. I've like, we're not, we're not a spooky city. I think there's definitely some afterlife here, but I'm biased. I'm like born that week of Halloween and like all that shit. That's true. You're under a Halloween sky. (laughs) I feel like... No, and that's not to say I don't believe in, like, presences and, like, ghosts in general. But, like, you go to New Orleans. Like, the history is, like, built on fucking, like, ghosts and spirits and everything being haunted. Mm -hmm. Or, like, these Mm -hmm. old mining towns where it's Mm -hmm. just like, oh, that's the old haunted building or whatever. I feel like San Francisco's so young that, like, we don't necessarily, we don't have, like, a history of haunted places. Because, like, spirits are happy here. All right. I don't okay. know. I don't know though. Just I remember in high school for Halloween when Katie worked for the high school newspaper. She was supposed to do an article on like haunted places in the Bay Area, and there's nothing. There's not much. Yeah. There's not. There's much. like yeah. You're absolutely right. Actually, we Boom. went to the freaking crematorium off California Street, uh-huh. and we were there in our high school uniforms talking to like the literal crypt keeper, and we're like so. Like it was so it was mortifying asking this lady who like watches over a like have you seen ghosts? Yeah, like hey, you hang out here all day because it's your job. Is it haunted? Like how disrespectful. Um we felt like total assholes cuz like and rightfully so. Who goes into basically a cemetery and is like, "Hey groundskeeper, right, see any ghosts? <laughs> I need something for my high school newspaper." Like what the fuck? You could approach it like we're doing some research and we yeah, thought but we should we ask that you. Smart. Um, <laughs> we're in our fucking uniforms. Um, <laughs> that ripped up condor. No, I'm trying to think of one, and and one that sticks out to me is like where um, actually Stuart Hall is on Octavia and Poe Sutter, one of those streets. Like uh, apparently, there's like a hotel, the Queen Anne or something, Ooh. and that's haunted. People have seen ghosts. Ooh, there. do you know anything more about it? Just people have reportedly Man, seen love it. seen ghosts at that specific hotel. It's so old. It's like a right. bed and breakfast, old, like very small, right. quaint place. Yeah, creaky. Yeah, right before Japantown. Okay. And yeah, right now I can on, picture on Octavia. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's like there's the, there's a, I think a place in Oakland or San Jose that's meant to be haunted. Another mansion. Oh, yeah. The uh, Winchester Mystery House. Yes. Mystery I want to go there. I have I'm not gone been. there. I think yeah. we should all go on a field we trip. We should all go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I'm constantly surprised at the lack of spooky things, I think. And again, not to say that I don't believe... Oh, what? I'm going to say people may are, have just been too shy to ever come forward or seem like they're crazy if they ever wrote it down or shared the That's news true. like that because yeah, it's all ghosts. Jack and I have been watching some alien shit and there were like over 300 reports. Bronson. No, no. There's some <laughs> other thing. I don't know what it's called. But there were like reports. Uh, they like these farmers, all these farmers in like Texas saw saw this like thing fly by with light and then two like Air Force jets, oh, you know, cool. fly through the town. And there were over like 300 reports. But like Lit. no one came forward until like many came forward, you know, like right, yeah. they were all too scared to be like, oh, we're just a gonna be labeled as wacky people right totally these fucking farm bums exactly they're just gonna call us farm bums over 300 reports so it happened back in like the 90s or the 80s or whatever whenever it happened yeah i mean i'm still curious about like those cows that get all their insides like Mm -hmm. just scooped out but Mm -hmm. then like aren't injured Mm -hmm. but like obviously are dead but you know they're not like beat up slashed yeah like how how you'd expect (laughs) yeah yeah very mutilated yeah well, yeah i forget like it's called something like have you ever seen the movie signs taken out. yeah of course that movie fucking terrified that scene I, I at get the birthday scared. party oh yeah in the and alley the yeah in mm. the alley and just mm. like that Ugh, i, I get uneasy about it like my eyes are they watering. nailed it I they cry. nailed it it's so terrifying i watched that at i'm paralyzed youth group church youth group <gasps> Oh my god like freshman year of high school my mom made me go to youth group at my old church and then you guys all decided to watch that like around halloween or something the fucking youth group out. leader yasmin <sighs> yasmin she was like i don't know how old she was isn't it weird when you're a kid and you're like how old are people how old were like they? was i just around 20 year olds that i thought were 50 or like yeah 30 and married and like, yeah about to have a baby like were my, how old were my teachers was Miss Paoli actually like a 24 year old when she came to teach fourth grade? That's crazy. Like, I mean, I mean, I think if we were to look at some pictures from the yearbooks and yeah. the class photos, you could maybe give it give a gauge. Like, but people some the of the teachers and so the younger ones were definitely like out of fresh out of school, out of school, or like just out of their other program after they had graduated after four years. It's wild. Everyone seems so adult. Now I want to look up some spooky things about SF. Yeah. Well, there's not that much. <laughs> you type in haunted, you type in spooky, and you're just going to get like a single line of, and it was reported they saw a ghost. Oh. Mm. I know. So like maybe I'm missing some keywords or something. So if anyone listening knows of some spooky stuff happening, please let me know. Let us know. Because I'm curious. I'm, try- I'm trying to be scared, I guess. Kind yeah, of. like all our cemeteries aren't in as Palma. spooky. You remember actually, didn't we all go bowling once and then we like walked then through, we the walked cemetery? through the cemetery? Yeah, and it was, and it was like fine. totally fine and we were like not spooked out at all. What the fuck? Something about having beautifully daily manicured grass probably take some of the edge off of yeah. those spirits. It was the presidio. Yeah. 
But again, what the fuck were we doing walking in a cemetery at night? I felt like the park police could have actually like written us tickets or something if they ever caught us. Yeah. Yeah. God, we were silly. Did we just admit to a crime? We confess. (laughs) Take us. Can't prove it. (laughs) We're making this up. (laughs) This is a performative art piece. (laughs) We're cosplaying San Francisco teenagers. of yesteryear it doesn't even matter anyways yeah yeah there's far worse things well you'd think that i've told you though that like i think i'd get arrested if i pooped on the street oh versus uh anyone who poops on the street you know the other people that do yeah and dogs yeah i think i would get arrested because i have the money they can look at me and be like this bitch has the money to pay her fines that's not good no, I don't want to get arrested for pooping. I mean, I'm not going to, but <laughs> poop, I mean. I think it's so crazy that, like, yeah, that people can be parked on the street for hella long, but then, like, I'm parked four minutes SFMTA after 9 a.m. when the street sleeper comes by right. at, like, 1045. Right. Did you see that new article that came out from that, SFGate? That it's going to be, like, the whole time. No, S- oh really? Even they after? wanted to do that. They wanted Fuckers. to, ha- yes, even after. Ew! What a disgusting money grab. Uh, well, the article I was referring to was also SFMTA being fucking evil. Oh, with the fucking parking tickets, parking tickets, tickets. Uh, for towed vehicles and for stolen, stolen vehicles. vehicles. Yeah, and I guess fifteen years ago. SFMTA had machines that would flag, like they'd type in the license plate and it would flag your little um, meter made machine saying like this car's stolen, call it in. And now their machines don't do that. Lame. So like they don't. And like I get. I mean, there'd be so many. Just it's, I get why if their machine doesn't show it, like why would they do a separate search for every car they give a ticket to on like a different platform with a different machine to like cross check to see if it was stolen, you know, but like give them fucking machines that do that. Yeah. Just such a disgusting, such such a disgusting money grab. Yeah. I like want to have sympathy and empathy for those people because I know they're just doing their job and hitting quota (coughs) and stuff, but at the same time, like get another job. I hate you. Yeah, I was actually downtown recently at 850 Bryant. Um, oh my god, near, it's so close to my work. Near dispensary, and uh, there was a group learning how to use those things, Stop. going down the little alley just across the street, like practicing on cars. That's wild. And I was well, I mean, like, I love to see people. I love to see buses and trains. I love people getting city jobs. Oh yeah, just like, not a fucking tr- ticket enforcer. Yeah. If anything, like, we need the people directing traffic, like, when there's construction going on and, like, make it look like New York City. Hello? Totally. New York City's got that shit on lock. Hose down the streets. Yeah. Clean the streets. Be, like, more like Japan. Why can't we have people working, cleaning up garbage all day long instead of at six in the morning? Yeah. No. I'm with it. Did you know that I read somewhere that Diane Feinstein, she her vision like when she was involved specifically in sf was for van ness to be like the um 
I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, Champs-Elysees. Like the so like a- the big road in Paris, like with all the stores and stuff and the super wide sidewalks. It was meant to be the Champs-Elysees of San Francisco. Mm. Super retail, open air, cafes, just like beautiful. And uh, Well, it is open air drug market right yeah. now. <laughs> I and saw also, actually someone reporting on it where it had been really bad on Van Ness where some of the abandoned like uh, car dealerships were. Whoa. You know, they took kind of took over and during Dreamforce it got really bad over there. Terrible. But yeah, I, I wish SF could be beautiful like Paris and things in the streets. I actually saw them starting to remove parklets more. Yeah, I hate that. The parklets hate that. are starting to go. It's like. No, more parklets. Yeah. We're just so in love with cars. Why our sidewalks are so fucking narrow. I don't know. I think, actually, if our sidewalks were bigger, we'd have less homeless encampment problems. I have no data to back that up, but I am sure of it. Hmm. Because I think then, a lot of the times, like, that's where cafes would have space. Extra. Like, and, like, more tables. For their table, chairs for their and ta- tables. Yeah, yeah, and so, like, there would be more people on the street every day. Walking. So you can't camp camp out when there's fucking... People walking by People walking by, and... people dining. Like, you can't stay there. Right. Like, that's how you could get, like, laws enforced. Because, like, now they're going to be like, no one walks on the street. We're going to just, like, not bother moving the homeless encampment. If you're encroaching on businesses and stuff, which obviously I know they do. But, you know, it reaches a critical mass where you have to, like... They have to get out. Um, yeah. Again, no data to back this up. I'm just spitballing. I studied urban planning. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Uh, I'm about. Maybe you need to get the city job. Well, that's what I applied for a bunch. I wanted to be a, um, what was it called? I think it was for the DA's office. It was like a justice advocate or something. Oh. Um, it would have been gnarly, but they never called me back. Yeah, I think uh, I think Annie's working down at, in, at City good Hall. Good for her. So that's pretty cool. I love I love a good city. I love a good government job. Love a pension. <sighs> yeah, pension would be nice. I know. Right. Yeah. My retirement fund's not looking great. Once they legalize <laughs> it, I will for sure work for the city. Yeah. No problem. But until then, yeah. No, Shannon. Yeah. When are you running for mayor? Never. I've decided. Yeah. What about like supervisor? Or, like no. district rep? No. No polys for you? In another dimension or... Um, <laughs> In another world where world. I just did acid instead of weed. <laughs> Trippy. <laughs> yeah, no. I feel like I have too many skeletons. We had Facebook. Nothing good would come of that. There's better qualified folks yeah, out right? there. It's just like our opinions on Israel and Palestine. We don't have good opinions. We don't know enough. We're just a teardrop. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know shit. Someone else fix our problems. We'll support you. Is that good enough? No, we know things. We just... Sometimes, like you said, it's just better off not to say anything. Yeah. Because yeah, well, what's it going like, to contribute right, to? Right, exactly. The There's nothing to contribute. I have no new opinion that like or new thought. Yeah, or totally. It's like just decent. Treat one another. Yeah. The golden rule: don't kill people, especially yeah. babies. Of course. Yeah. Can never make a 
I'm never I'm not gonna say that anymore. <laughs> yeah, just all bad. Yeah. Well, I ended on a low note. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I ended on a high note. Okay. Um, how high are you? Speaking of high notes, uh, I would say I'm like an eight out of ten, maybe seven. Oh, okay. You know, I hit it right before. Right. So you started the you're podcast. You're feeling good. Let's watch a scary movie. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Well, thanks for being here, everyone. Um, thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. Thanks for Shannon. Jinx. Thank you, Shannon, for being here. Words are so hard. Thank you, Monica, for having me be a guest here on Sorted SF. Woo. Um, we'll see you next time. And we love you. Bye. Bye.